like rolling around at the speed of sound. So are the games of our lives. I killed almost every enemy, I collected so many rings, and I did it all in a timely fashion. How are you giving me a B for a rank? These are the games of our lives. Welcome to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill the Fajita, accompanied by Tony. What's up? How you doing today, Tony? Doing alright, man. Doing alright. It feels good. Weather's nice. Just trying to keep a clear head, focus on the good, and enjoy every day. Couldn't agree more. And today, we got some good news on the horizon here. Actually, we have an update from last week. Tony made a promise that he would download and play Pokemon Unite and either defend it or accept it for what it is. And he's gonna he's gonna give us a little insight right here. It was pretty good. Thank you for that insight. No. <laughs> Next. No, uh, yeah, next. What were your, what, uh, what did you like about it? You know, when I heard about this game, you know, sometimes I hear about a new Pokemon game coming out and I'm just like, all right, they're trying their hands at something else. I probably won't be interested. And then it's really good. But for some reason, we talked about this last week and I was getting like more and more hype about it. And then I thought to myself, no, like they're going to absolutely like, nail this one like i know they're gonna hit it out of the park because they just do a good job with games like these just a feeling and i played it and i was like i'm not really into games like that i don't play league of legends or anything really like that but i just from playing the game getting to like level four or five i think my character like it seems really well done you know i'm not gonna lie like the the gameplay for people that like that kind of game i don't know i don't really have anything to compare it to but for me i had fun playing it and uh in all the the way the attacks break down and the characters have different you know positions that they're supposed to be used for and it it just seems like you know whenever they want to make a game like that they're gonna just like hit a home run and i think they did and i already am hearing good things about it the only thing i didn't like about it was probably the they make you feel kind of like and pokemon go does this too but like when games are just like oh yeah get a bonus get your daily reward for signing in for you know seven days in a row you did this it's just like if we want to play, we'll play. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need a little, oh, my, I need my daily thing. It's just like that. I understand how genius that is, but sometimes it's just, like, a little annoying. And I wasn't expecting it out of that game, but it is the kind of game where you need to pay for the type of currency that's in the game. And uh, so I understand the micro, you know, payment system and all that stuff. So that's the only thing I would say, but, hey, they got to make money. Nothing's better than a free download, and then you get hooked. That's how they get everyone with these games. And the games are so well done. That's how they really get everyone. But, you know, little column A, little column B. Overall, I like it a lot. If you like that kind of game, then, I don't know, play it. I don't care. Fair enough, fair enough. I know last week I uh, dinged it on its, like, microtransactions, and I think I went a little off the handle without knowing all of the information. And while there's still, like, a a pay to travel through time aspect everything is eventually free if you put in the time for it from from what i can gather i think so i haven't gone like so deep so that i uh have really needed to buy gems for anything but maybe at some point you really if you want to get i don't know i hope it's not like that but i haven't got that far so i can't say for sure and and the game is still like in early like this game is brand new still in the grand scheme of things so you know they may tweak and adjust things over time so eh, tbd tbd yeah yeah they might introduce new characters too to keep keep it fresh i think uh gardevoir just came out recently really yeah oh then they're already they're already doing it i guess they don't need yeah need me to work for them and give them all my advice I mean, I'm I'm hoping Tor- if Torterra comes to the game, I'm in. Dude, you're never gonna play this game. Then forget about Torterra. Yo, why does Nintendo hate Torterra? Objectively, a great Pokemon. Anyway, I digress. Speaking of Pokemon, though, so over the summer, uh, a little ditty called Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap, was released for the Nintendo Switch, and Nintendo just announced a free DLC update uh, slated to come out on August 3rd, so tomorrow, as of this recording, with three new levels and a whole bunch uh, more exploring to do and it's free love this i love this it's pretty awesome like the fact that nintendo it's one thing nintendo's been doing that i think is different than a lot of their competitors they 
do seem to be putting a lot of emphasis on free DLC for certain games. Mm-hmm. Poke- New Pokemon Snap was already such an improvement over the Pokemon Snap for the Nintendo 64 from like a content perspective. Mm-hmm. Like there just are more levels. The levels are a little longer. Uh, there's just more to see and do in the levels. The fact that they're like, you know what? This one's on us. Have three more levels. Enjoy. That's pretty awesome, I think. No, I, I completely agree. And it, I don't want to go on a spiel, and I don't want to be pessimistic, but what they did, I'm not a big Animal Crossing fan, and when Pokemon Sword and Shield came out, we've talked about this a lot, and, and what a letdown with like so much good, but so such a bad story, and just like, a, just like not... Very, very, like, 0 out of 10 story and just, like, very easy basic game. And they have the, the Moxie over here to uh, to charge for an expansion pass. I hate stuff like that. And I mentioned Animal Crossing because, you know, they have new content, like, constantly. Oh, Halloween's coming up. Oh, holidays are coming up. Oh, here's a new autumn thing. It's just like, what what the hell? You know, like, what about the game I like? And they're just like, oh, Pokemon Snap? And, like, normally that'd be a buy a game you get what you get but they're just like no nah, here here's some more it seems like such a good game so it's like appreciate that tip 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 the hat to that we could we could have a whole conversation on that game oh for sure yeah i didn't want to go too deep but we definitely could but to add on to your point um my last piece of news is that nintendo announced a uh, another major animal crossing update did they really coming soon <laughs> yeah of co- they did of course they did it is and- <laughs> Of course they did. I didn't even know that. But no surprise. And it's a good game and and anyone that plays it isn't like that's enjoying it. Good for you. I'm happy that you like it. It seems like a really well done game. Like most of Nintendo's biggest and best games, even though it's kind of redundant. If anyone likes it, can't blame them. It's just another game that's not my kind of game, but it is another fantastic game. Oh, absolutely. I will say Animal Crossing fans, uh, specifically fans of New Horizons on the Switch, have been treated to kind of like a drip feeding of DLC throughout the the cycle of the game. And Nintendo did promise three years of content updates throughout the uh, the game. And we are, we're about 18 months in, so we're about halfway through that process right now. Three years? They, when the game came out, they're like, and we have three years of updates planned for this game. <laughs> What? Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> it's, and it's free, and it's insane. That, like that's that's a huge un, like undergoing. There's been kind of like actually like a dearth in updates. Like there hasn't been a ton of updates in the last maybe six months outside of like a couple of like cosmetic things here and there. Animal Crossing fans are like they got ants in their pants for some new new content. <laughs> I think Animal Crossing fans deserve it i think if any fan base gets the the three years of free content good for them they're a a nice humble appreciative community and they deserve that content so hope you guys enjoy it i mean name a more wholesome game right There, there is none that's just it that's just it baby that's the news for today so i think without further ado we're gonna jump into the main topic of the day and we are moving on from entire franchises down to a single game today and talking about the games of our lives the games that made us who we are is the one the only sonic adventure 2 sonic adventure 2 battle uh, or Sonic Adventure 2, whichever one you played, either for uh, the GameCube or the the Sega Dreamcast, was easily one of those games that just did everything right by my 11-year-old standards. Like, the game, it blew my mind. It came out uh, here in America on the GameCube right before Christmas in 2001. Or, I'm sorry, right after Christmas in 2002, February 2002. Hundreds of hours went into this game from me. What about you? I actually never played this game. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't agree with that. Everything you just said more. This is one of those games where it was an absolute no-brainer. There are games now where I'm like, eh, do I want to go back to that? I don't know if I'm feeling it. Like, when you're a kid and there's a game you really love, 
you just know. You just want to play it all the time, no questions asked. And this was one of those games, still one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. What a world to be in. What a, what a universe. What a, what a good time. This game can be broken down in, in many different ways. This is maybe the, what, third or fourth 3D Sonic game to, to ever be launched. It is the sequel to the Dreamcast Sonic Adventure. And it follows Sonic the Hedgehog with uh, Miles and Knuckles as the good guys. And then there's a team of villains, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, Rouge the Bat, and of course, Dr. Eggman. The cool thing is you get to play as every single character in this game. Sonic, you get to play as Eggman. You get to listen to Pumpkin Hill in uh, Knuckles stage. You run around a 3D world. Each character has like a different play style attached to their levels. It's just a really fun Sonic adventure. You race cars. Dude, this game had everything, dude. <laughs> as you're saying it, you're just taking me... All, all I could think of is that... This is just one of those games where they, dare I say... They didn't have to go this hard. Dare I say it's a masterpiece? (laughs) Is it? (laughs) You know what? I think for certain people it is. And I think for us it absolutely is. Yeah. They just did everything right with being able to play. The main story is Team Sonic versus Team Shadow. And you get to play one at a time both sides of the story. You could run through the whole game as one and then through the whole game as another. The story lines up, and you see both sides, and the the different types of character stages. Sonic and Shadow have uh, the run fast, do cool stuff stage, and then Tails and Eggman have the, uh, we're in a cool giant mech, just like shooting lasers and all cool stuff at everything that comes in our path kind of thing. And then Rouge and Knuckles have the search, like hunt for three jewels. treasure. Treasure hunt, yeah, that's it. Yeah, just like that is so well done and then just like everything within those levels are just like pretty nostalgic and and i don't know just really good concept and well executed at that too it's crazy because this game features i want to say it's like close to maybe a little bit more than i want to say it's about 20 25 levels total and there's you know three to five levels for each character there's uh, like Tony mentioned, there's a hero story and a dark story, and then when you def- when you complete both of those stories, there's a uh, a final story where the good guys and the bad guys have to team up to <sighs> stop a super bad guy. <laughs> one thing that we haven't even mentioned yet is that this game has one of the most incredible soundtracks in a Sonic game, and Sonic is known for having bangers for soundtracks. Shout out to Michael Jackson. But when we when we tell you crush 40 crushed this game especially with like the main sonic theme live and learn and then you have level one as sonic the hedgehog oh baby when you're literally you jump out of a helicopter and are snowboarding through the streets of san francisco no baby tell him tony tell him it's such a good song all right in the tune of a love ballad because that's how i feel about this song Rolling around at the speed of sound Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow I heard your voice and I I missed the last No, it's my fault. Had to jump in with the harmony. I I felt inspired. No, good harmony. Good good harmony, though. I would have done the same thing. That's just an un... I I can't imagine anyone listening to this podcast and not singing along with that too you know so i understand listen if you have not played this game yet it is available on steam so you can download it on steam right now and play it uh originally i played it on the gamecube i actually have a copy of it here with me so i I still pick it up every once in a while there's something really cool about the level design in this game because not only is each level catered to each character in the game each level has, I want, was it five different tasks to complete within the level? Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's five different missions per level. You can replay a lot of these levels with like different missions in mind. Like they'll have you like finding a specific item within the level or collecting a certain number of rings within the level or completing the level under a certain time limit. And specifically frustrating for the race car levels where you have to beat the levels without touching another car or the 
the rails on the side of the road uh, that did make my uh, 12 year old brain get real upset a couple of times are there any uh favorite stages that you had in this game man the first level is just i must have played that hundreds of times by now the first level is crazy city escape is pretty iconic it really is all the sonic levels honestly green jungle i think that was the name of that one in uh the harbor just awesome. metal harbor metal harbor mm-hmm. um, metal harbor had a banger song too did it yeah i can't remember just get this i gotta get the the ost for it, i guess they, they should make that on vinyl that'd be sick oh my god that would be so good <laughs> wow that'd be cra- imagine wow. the cover art, right? we gotta someone clip that we gotta look that up see if that exists dude let me let me say this too to, to yeah. touch on your point because what you were saying about how well the replayability of every level because of them putting you know, four additional tasks to replay the level. All that stuff was such a pain in the ass. Like, you you really had to play the game a lot to, to 100% it. But if thou managed to do so, you got the most incredible reward any video game has given any player ever that would 100% a game, especially a game that would take that long to do it in or would take so long to do it because it's definitely takes a while to do that and you would get tell them tell them what you get oh i've never done it so i don't know what do you get you get you get nothing you get a 3d version of sonic 1 green hill zone what i get out of here i can't believe you didn't know i can't believe i'm the first one to i didn't know that's oh my wait that's insane insane so so in order to unlock that you need to not only complete every mission in the game you need to get an a rank on every mission in the game that is correct by and uh do all the tasks needed to collect every single sonic emblem every emblem which is the equivalent of like a, a star in mario 64 I think there are 180 emblems, if I'm not, maybe 150, something like that. So there's five for each level, and then there's, like, an extra maybe, like, 20 based on, like, different other things throughout the game. Yeah, exactly. Every time you get, like, um, all A's with a character on, like, all their levels, excuse me, I think that's just an additional emblem, and then... Oh, like, 100%ing a level in and of itself is an emblem? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think, I think so, um... And then sounds right. Not to segue, but then you get some emblems for you know the secret, you know, really good area that we haven't talked about yet. Oh, you're talking about the main game. I'm talking. Sorry. Ta- yeah, I'm talking about the the actual, the, the other fifty percent, if not you know, ninety nine percent of this game. Even though all the stuff we talked about already was so good, how is that not the so real good. game? Even though it's considered the quote unquote main game or the story mode. Before we jump into uh, our favorite part of the game, uh, there's also a multiplayer mode in this game where you can either race each other in certain levels or duke it out and like have like actual battles with certain characters. And then you could play as even more characters in the game during these multiplayer modes. I think you had players like Amy Rose and Chaos as a playable options in some of these multiplayer modes the multiplayer modes clearly not not the focus but they're <laughs> nice to have yeah a nice a nice touch i think the races were better better than the batters <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't really play the multiplayer that much that's not why any of us played the damn game let's be honest the multiplayer characters were amy rose chow walker dark chow walker oh, a fan which favorite. are two mech suits tickle metal sonic and chaos tickle t-i-k-a-l uh i think she's a a girl who's best friends with the chows or something like that is it a little pink hedgehog that's amy rose right no there's like another one there's like or no maybe that's peach and cream i think tickle's an echidna i have no idea what you're talking about I'm pretty sure this is the only game she ever appeared in, and it was in the multiplayer mode, and it's... You know, she was probably in, like, Sonic Advance. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like one of those games where a character like that would live. I feel, I feel like Sonic Advance had, like, a whole bunch of... Like, there's, like, a whole bunch of lore in the Sonic Advance franchise, and there's just no time to go through all that. <laughs> 
Absolutely not. But we couldn't in a different episode. So the game itself culminates with Sonic and Shadow and all of the characters trying to save the world from... Is it, is it Chaos? Is that the name of the bad the bad thing at the end? It's just a um, fat lizard. It's a fat lizard with a satellite spike up the wrong end. And he's about to project hatred all over the planet. <laughs> But you get to fight against uh, this lizard monster to the tune of Live and Learn, and you alternate between Shadow and Sonic, and it is maybe one of the most hype final boss battles, where it really it really kind of toes the line between introducing a really weird new mechanic super late in the game and being a super intense final boss battle. A perfect cap on uh, another mini mode in the in the game, which they have a boss rush mode. Which I think you have to complete to get emblems. Really? Yeah, there's a uh, boss rush mode. I think there's a uh, a hero mode, a dark mode, and an all mode. So there's three different boss rushes you have to do. And you get a uh, an emblem for completing each. I 100% believe that. That final, the, the final, like, battles, because it's like, you know not just like a final battle it's like a multi-phase it's amazing and it's epic as hell that's what i want to say one of the most epic like final you know series of boss battles and also i wanted to say a shout out to our friend chris if you ever listen to this he and even if you don't still shout out to you because he he got all a's he got every emblem in this game and, and unlocked that he level. got all 180 he got all of them. I literally would be on the phone. This is my childhood. I would be on the phone yeah. with him while he would be screaming because he would die at a certain part in a level or be trying to just, you know how hard it is just to get an A on any level, you know? like Roaming around crazy gadget and just cussing out the entire level. Yeah, like, you know how hard that is. Like, even the first level is, like, not... It's really not so easy to get an A. You have to play, like, pretty particularly. And I remember it took him a while just to get that. He, he like, freaked out when he got it. I, I can imagine. It's so funny because uh, you spend a lot of time talking to Chris. I spent a lot of time talking to Tyler, uh, our other friend, about sonic adventure 2 battle we would always uh like hang out and do chow stuff and everything speaking of yeah what kind of stuff what, what kind of stuff let's let's just jump right into it the the real star of this show the star of sonic adventure 2 battle the reason that you have to keep playing levels to collect certain collectibles is for the chow garden now chow garden i think it can be summed up best as heaven on earth heaven heaven in a video game on our planet it is one of the first raising a child simulators on a nintendo game that brings hope into this world <laughs> uh while maintaining a realistic uh viewpoint on things because these chows listen they're little babies that hatch from eggs you gotta feed them you gotta give them love but you can also give them punishment you can jump on their heads and throw them punch them you could punch there's a lot of things you could do to these little chows they're resilient little characters but they are these little god teardrops i'm not sure what a chow is me either but they're these little little animals they're they're kind of like humanish shaped things <laughs> with giant teardrop heads and you can raise them and you can add to their their stats each chow has a set of stats because there's of course chow competitions in the game nothing comes free nothing in life is free especially not in chow garden Mm-mm. because there are two modes in the chow garden that are super important and they are called Chow Karate and Chow Races. In order to to advance through the ranks in both of these games, you gotta buff up your your Chow by giving them little gifts. And the gifts come in two different forms for these Chows, for the most part. You can either give them experience vials. When you're fighting some of Robotnik's bad bad boys they drop little vials of uh ivan drago steroids yeah it's literally steroids for a baby for a baby for it's baby steroids right right or you could you could do the more wholesome way and you collect little baby animals they're like little teddy bears yeah and when you when you let your chow hold on to the little animal they get a little bit of a stat boost from them they you also uh get a little bit of a uh you get a little whatchamacallit a, a 
the child's changing appearance. Yeah, the the child's body can uh, adapt to the features of the animal that you give them. So, if you say give a seal to a chow, uh, there's a chance that the chow could lose its legs and just have flippers. It's so cute. A little tiger tail if you give it the tiger. Or a little the, tiger tail. Dude, the or like dragon, dragon wings. Dude, the dragon was the best one, dude. The dragon was really good. I think they could like breathe fire too. Eventually, yeah, they'd sometimes you'd catch them just breathing a little fire, yo. That's fire. That oh my god, yeah. There's so much personality to it. So the chows come in all different uh, colors too. There, there's like the classic chow. Then there are 25, 30 different eggs, maybe even more. Uh, colored of, eggs that you can hatch lot of where eggs. these these chows would be a, a specific color like if you get a red egg you're gonna get a red chow and based on the stats that you have them acquire based on how you raise them as a either a good boy or a bad boy or a uh, neutral boy or girl or or a neutral boy or girl their appearance can change and they go through different stages of evolution so they go from baby chow to adult baby because they're still babies at the end of the day yeah their adult life is literally just being a toddler yeah their adult life is literally a toddler (laughs) and if they and if they're really happy at the end of their toddlerhood they will reincarnate themselves as a, a another baby but if they had a pretty bum life they'll die and you'll never see them again yeah they're all set they don't want to come back yeah which is it's always devastating when you when you lose a chow to uh old age yeah you know just sad i don't want to i don't know if this is a good way to continue this conversation or if i'm just switching rails entirely here but a lot of glitches and a lot of ways to really manage that kind of stuff like if you didn't want a chow to die you really just had to pet them you know like 20 or 30 more times for them to be happier i think so as long as you saved your progress and you you know it was all online at that point you could figure out how to track you know how old did we would leave our games on we would just leave the game literally just like leave it on overnight or something like that yeah because it took time like time had to pass by like i think it was i don't know if you could just do what you do with like the switch now and just change the date or like on the nintendo ds i'm pretty sure in gamecube days you had to wait it out i think the i think the game required in-game time yes that's what it was like if if something if like a random happenstance occurred and you didn't like it you could always reset immediately exactly and go back and change the past which is nice then then nothing ever dies then nothing literally ever dies there's also a uh i'll call it a feature um, but it's really a glitch if you want to boost the stats of some of your chows but you don't want to have it acquire the animal properties if you stand if you stand like a certain distance away and drop the animal in front of them it'll count as a it'll count as you giving him the animal but he won't get the like the appearances of them but he'll still get the the stat boost from him hugging that animal which you can do with the vials for whatever reason as well and they become normally they're just like a one use thing but when you do this glitch with them you could just as long as you keep getting the glitch right you could just use that vial or animal endlessly you can use that animal or vial forever right just crazy here's this dragon 100 times (laughs) or here's this phoenix because there were like some like legendary animals that gave like incredible stat boosts phoenix yeah there were three right there was the dragon the phoenix and there was one other really cool there's a unicorn i think too yeah oh man dude Woo! what a game and i believe there was also a raccoon the fourth legendary uh animal was there well they did have raccoons i don't know that it was legendary Hmm. But it was legendary to me. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, I think there was a sea monster. Now you're just making stuff up. I think there was a hedgehog. A sea monster? I'm, now I'm looking this up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not only uh, did Chow Garden have these different chows, they also had a black market where you could go to the seedy underbelly of the chow world and you could make purchases through it it was an in-game market but it was called the black market for whatever reason (laughs) you could literally buy chows you can buy food upgrades certain foods would boost uh stats a little bit more it was just insane prop if i spent 100 hours in sonic adventure 2 battle 
I spent 70 hours in Chow Garden. <laughs> like, even my sister got in on it. Like, my sister had her own Chows. We actually, since you could have up to three different gardens to raise these Chows in, and each Chow is basically dedicated to, to one garden for the most part. Like, she had Hero Garden. I had cool, edgy, dark garden. He's so badass. Damn! And then uh, then there's just the neutral garden, which I honestly preferred. I think that one's my favorite garden of all three. I like that. I like the, I think I like the hero one the most. Has like a heavenly vibe to it. Talking a lot about heaven and, and not dying. I don't know. It's just uh, ironic today, but just a nice feel up there. It seems very peaceful in that garden and uh the, i mean the normal one's nice too it just seems like uh it's fine nothing wrong with that one the dark one there's nothing wrong with that one either it's just a little more spooky i don't really like that it though the water in it is red red water it was a little a little dark a little dark it was like you know it there were literally skeletons hanging in cages <laughs> I, I don't know i'm a little spicy <laughs> see but let, 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 I, I don't want that to go overlooked that Little details in a game like this where you're talking about these, however we've described these, teardrop-to-head-shaped baby adult creatures that get taken care of by giving steroids to by other characters. You still get that badassness of, even though there's supposed to be a cute little side thing, even like the dark garden as like they didn't like pull any punches and like oh it's for babies they're just like no this water is red there's there's a cage here there's a skeleton heads like it's it's a i don't want to say it's a scary game but like some of the levels like the knuckles levels i feel like it's just like they give you a little creepy factor to them the the game had oh a, for the game, sure the, the game had some 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 balls if you will you know game had some some balls there are some parts in the game like especially in the the desert I feel like the the desert levels, you're in this like haunted temple pyramid basically. Yeah. And it is just chock full of like spooky ghosts that'll like grab you out of nowhere and I they'll make like a big those. They'll make a loud sound effect and you're just like, ah they yell spaghetti at you. Spaghetti. Ah every time. You got gets me. Every, gets them every time. <laughs> the the people who made this game really Sega Sega, I believe, is the company. Um <laughs> They really, they they really paid attention to like the little details in a game like this, which you don't see as uh, often nowadays as you used to. Not only are there like a bunch of like hidden paths in uh, like basically every level in this game, but there's also like a ton of little Easter eggs. Uh, in the uh, Dreamcast version of this game, there's a a big the cat hidden in like most of the levels and in the gamecube version it's a dark chow instead they they i don't know for whatever reason nintendo didn't want big the cat in the gamecube release <laughs> uh they were just like you know what i i think sega wanted to hold on to certain characters as like properties of their own and i think that's why big wasn't around that's fair weird character to want to keep all to yourself but what are you gonna do another thing that we didn't mention with chow garden by the way just doubling back on that one it came out during the same era as the game boy advance and if you wanted to take your chow on the go and play with it and raise its stats and give it food and stuff you could via the uh, game boy advance connector connect your game to your game boy and you didn't i don't even think you needed a cartridge you just needed the game boy advance with the connector and you could pull in your uh, chow and play with them and then transfer them back it was pretty wild Really? I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, it was. It it felt like if you were to like compare it to something nowadays, it felt like a uh, like a mobile game type experience. Okay, well that's neat. Yeah, there were a couple of like little mini games you could play on the the Game Boy, and it was fun. It was fun. Definitely like if you if you had to leave the house, like your parents, when you're 12 years old, your parents will say some wild things like, "Hey, we gotta go grocery shopping." <laughs> And you're like, well, that's an hour and a half that I'm not going to be able to play video games. What? You want me to interact with society? No, Mom, I'm bringing my Game Boy Advance. I got two new AA batteries. <laughs> Come on. I'm taking Dingus the, the chow with me. <laughs> you really think I'm going to leave Poophead alone for two hours? Exactly. We really got pretty degenerate with uh, nicknaming our chows growing up, I think. <laughs> like, like, I... I remember one of my uh, chows that I ended up like raising and 
winning most of my medals with his name was Jerkface. <laughs> and I loved him so much, but like once you name him, like you you gotta just stick with it. <laughs> so he he was just Jerkface for a long time. I don't think I ever named mine. I always tried to come up with nice I mean, you know, for however old I was at the time they weren't, you know, masterpiece names or nothing, but they were cute, like Buzz in gray the game i believe let you like kind of there was like a random shuffle on some of the names Mm -hmm. where you could take like an in-game suggestion or you could absolutely not yeah well yeah i don't want if i want to you know i'll go buy a baby book if i want suggestions for that also i don't want a triple back here but i gotta gotta tip my hat to you real quick there is there's no uh, sea monster animal, but in the ghost section of the animals, there is a half fish, and it looks a lot like a sea monster. <laughs> I think it's the half fish I was thinking of. It, it does look like a sea monster. What's the other half? Human? It's, it's yeah, it's like a fish, but it's standing on two legs. I you feel know? like it looks like, looks like Swamp Thing. Yeah, they're all very adorable, though. They're all very. Oh yeah, they're they're all super cute. This whole list, I have the whole list in front of me, and they're all so darn adorable, all of them. Like, like how how did Sega not capitalize on the Chow pets? Listen, I know that they have Chow plushes, but imagine if they'd made plushes of the animals stop, in Sonic bro. Adventure Two. Oh, stop, bro! Because Are you I listen. I would buy some of these plushes day one. Day one. Like, give me that dragon plush. Give me that raccoon plush. Give me the baby seal plush right now. Dude, boar and tiger? Let let me... How much time do you have? Can I read off this list of all the animals real quick? Rip through it. Rip through it. Otter, penguin, seal, condor, parrot, peacock, cheetah, boar, rabbit, bear, gorilla, tiger, raccoon, sheep, skunk, dragon, phoenix, unicorn, bat, half fish, skeleton dog, all of them, the cutest little chibi forms of whatever they are. I can't believe how cute some of these are. Where, where are the plushies at, Sega? What's up? I don't want a dark chow at, at Target for $25. I want a... I want a, I want a skeleton dog. I want a gorilla. Oh my god. And it's like a little purple gorilla. The bear's purple. The gorilla is... Oh, the, uh, the yeah, bear pur- is purple. purple bear. A purple bear. That's adorable. Come on, yeah. Sega. It's yeah. not too late. It's not too late. Here are plea. Mewtwo's and Smash. One for one. Now we're asking for a stretch here. Very... I mean, we're talking 20 years after a game's, you know, re-release, so... Literally, Banjo-Kazooie merch, officially licensed Banjo-Kazooie merch, is still coming out to this day. Yeah, alright, so we got a chance. We got... Is that what you're saying? We got a chance? That's what I'm saying. Listen, so there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog game that was announced, uh, maybe, I don't know, three to six months ago. There was, like, a little Sega Direct. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you saw it or are familiar with it. They just teased that a new Sonic game is in development. Did they? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Not Sonic Colors for the Switch. No, 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 no. This is like a. It still hasn't been like revealed what it is. Really? How good would it be if it was Sonic Adventure Three with Chow Garden Two? Dude, come on, come on now. Hey Sega, listen, Chow Garden. Like, just come out with a Chow Garden game, guys. It's that easy. Just call it Chow Garden. Sega. Da, 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 da. Chow Garden, Chow Garden. There you go. That's yours. Yeah, yeah. Take it free. Run with it. Just give us the Chow Garden. That's all. We'll, and we'll literally, we just gave you that idea, and we'll pay you money to get that y- back. Yeah, like we'll buy that back from you in the form of a seventy-dollar game purchase. Sixty. I, I, I can't. I can't be spending seventy bucks on games. If you're, if you're planning on getting any of these next-gen, current-gen playstation 5 future titles that's that's 70 smackaroni and cheeses right there oh that's a lot of, that's a lot of remember when they were 50 remember when n64 games like 50 bucks that was it they were 50 bucks and then and now a lot of them are still 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> preach uh it's even worse for gamecube games i feel oh yeah don't get don't we're having a nice talk all right <laughs> 
we're talking about the cute critters. We're having a nice, peaceful, having a peaceful protest, if you will, to the nice, wonderful people at Sega. Just asking for, you know, just a, 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 you know, different recreation of a beautiful part of our childhoods. I mean, that's really all we're we're asking for. And we don't need to be talking about these prices of these games that I used to have. (laughs) Anyway. Fair enough. enough. Guys, help me. Help. I mean, uh, help me talk about more Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, please. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I could do that. I thought you were saying something else. Yeah, no, 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 no. I would never... I would never, ever. You're saying that like you would. Why are you saying that funny? No, you know how I was like choking on water before we were recording? I think a little came up and it was just like reminding me that I was choking a little. So it was like, there's just like a lot going on. There was a dog barking. If I listen to this episode, if I listen to it, will I hear the dog barking in the background? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, last week it was Pokemon Unite. Next week it's going to be if I hear the dog barking and how hard I can call you out for that. You're not getting out of it. You're not getting out of this. You're a lie. <laughs> lying about a lie only will dig you deeper, my friend. You can fess up right now. It's not too late. No, no. There was a dog barking. When you listen to the episode, when it goes up, you're going to hear it. You were right about the half fish sea creature. So uh, maybe, I don't know, guys, leave a comment in the comment section below. Is this guy a goddamn liar or what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on this incredible adventure from Sonic the Hedgehog and Gang? Where you get to play as the Blue Blur and five other characters and then also (laughs) raise baby Tamagotchis and have them literally fight each other Michael Vick style or have them race Michael Vick style. Wow. Oh, wow. The last thing I want to say about this game well two things one is that the the fact that the game i don't know if this is valid or not but something about this is really cool to me the game had glitches that weren't just like give your chow infinite something and like get all the stat boosts or whatever but you can like get yourself out of the chow garden and just like explore the outer realm like where you're not supposed to go like you could break the uh like the boundaries yeah and i always loved that in a game where it wasn't intentional but people just like kind of easily like almost too easily figured out hey this game is kind of you could just glitches are like fine like certain glitches but like the fact that i always found it cool like in halo 2 that's what i keep thinking of when you could like super jump and just get to parts of the game where you're really not supposed to go but you're really exploring this like universe in a much deeper way and i think that brings like more of a connection with the game so the fact that you can just see like what the outer like edges of this game's like universe really are i don't know something about that is very cool to me and for that you know that's just a bonus on top of all the amazing things that this game has already that i've already said about it i feel like i feel like there was a, a glitch in the game where i don't know if it was you necessarily breaking the boundaries but you were able to break the camera and you were able to like zoom way out for no reason i forgot about that the camera would get like stuck in a way where you could like rotate the level and you could like zoom way out of the garden you could see like the whole garden and like a single view which was pretty fun oh yeah this was like that weird era where it was like the last it was kind of like the last of the wild west of like 3d games that didn't get patch updates over time yeah after after the gamecube era really like a lot of games like ps3 and onward maybe not even the wii but like the wii u for sure uh and onward before then you you got a game and you got what you got jank and all uh for better or for worse i mean look at sonic 06 that's the bad end of it let's be real sonic adventure 2 when it comes to the platforming and everything it's not a perfect game no i definitely remember having uh periods of time and i'm sure uh our friends chris can attest to this where you're you're going along doing your thing and then the game decides that you're done playing that level (laughs) and you die (laughs) a lot of that like you're running around and you're like oh that's an enemy sonic has a homing attack let me use sonic's homing attack you're dead except except the homing absolutely does not target the uh the enemy you're going towards <laughs> and you z- you just zoop right off the other side of the level and there you go 
Bye, Sonic. <laughs> Bye, Sonic. And it was it was actually like really funny in the late levels during like the last third of the uh, the first campaign. You're in outer space, <laughs> and whenever you fall down towards Earth, your character catches on fire as it enters the atmosphere. <laughs> so like when you died, you just like saw your character just like light up. Which is a really weird thing to add to the game, but it, it just, like, it was so funny. <laughs> Not in, like, a detailed, like, ah, but just, like, a, oh, look, it's a comet. Like, now it's on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, your character just turns into a fireball, and it, it's just, like, why? And you could weirdly still control the fireball for, like, three or four <laughs> seconds before the game reloaded. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you're, like, you win a a point or whatever in tennis mario tennis run 64 and you could still like run around with mario for a little bit it's like yeah. they didn't have to let us do that but they did they gave us that extra did. control talk about nice touches why in mario kart 64 after i finish the race i can't activate my shells and have them come out but if they're already hovering around me i could shoot those i could shoot those out <laughs> they didn't have to right? do that but they did that's for the people i am a fireball <laughs> And so are the games of our lives. <laughs> a- any final thoughts on this absolute masterpiece of a game? I don't even know if I want to say it or not. It's more of like a, just a braggy thing that's kind of implied because of how many hours we both said that we've put into this game. But, you know, the Chow Garden does have some like ultimate Chow in it. And like some final form really cool Chow. And, you know, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't get all of them. And uh, there's like an ultimate hero chow and ultimate dark and an ultimate neutral chow and also getting like not just their stats up but their stats have ranks and if you get like an all s rank chow that's like hard to do it takes like hours and hours and a, a lot but you know we i don't know if you got all that but i definitely put all the time in to get all that <laughs> so i i had one s ranked ended up being a hero chaos chow Whoa. um i know tyler our friend got uh, all S rank for a hero, a dark, and a neutral chaos chow. Wow. Like he, yeah, Ty- Tyler was deep in the, the cut here. Dude, that's so crazy that we didn't really talk back then like that much, but like Chris and I you had the same experience. Living parallel that, like, lives. Yeah, yeah, and then we just end up all being like best friends. Wow. Friendship! Let's hear it for friendship, guys. Tip of the hat to friendship. Tip of the hat for friendship. I said it first. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Just a just a heads up. If you do have Steam, you can pick up a copy of Sonic Adventure 2 right now. Just guess the price. How much is it worth or how much are these Steam cleaners getting rid of it for? Either one. Just get, guess the price. They're probably selling it for like 10 or 15 bucks. It is currently on sale for $1.49. Dude, what? That is a damn steal. <laughs> That's a steal, a deal. You might be legally getting away with murder if you purchase Sonic Adventure 2 on Steam right now. $1.49? $1.49. It's a weekend deal until August 4th. Or until August 5th, rather. How are they... Wow, you know me, I'm a I'm a good deal kind of guy. I'm always looking for a good deal. Now I was going to say instantly, don't buy it on Steam. That's dumb. Have a GameCube. Have the game physically enjoy it that way. But dollar 50, buy 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 it on Steam. Don't that's dang. A dollar 50 like I'm about to download it now just just to have it on Steam even though I I'm currently holding my GameCube copy in my left hand. Dude, a medium fry at McDonald's is like three ninety nine. That's in that is absolute sin if you put that into like side by side comparison. Right, like a a a medium fry only gives you about twelve minutes of happiness max. Sonic Adventure two hours, hours. Listen, you'll be feeling full afterwards. So I think that might be all we have to say about Sonic Adventure two for now. <laughs> That's all? We just talked about it for an hour. We can we can go on a level-by-level level breakdown if you want that. I, 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 I was only kidding, boss. I think we talked about <laughs> it for an ample amount of time. I think what we should uh, do is, first of all, give a tip of the hat to Steam for for putting this game out for $1.49. Yeah, tip of the hat to whoever let that happen. I got another tip of the hat, by the way, and this is to... I'm going to say this is to Bandai Namco more so than uh, Nintendo, but... 
tip of the hat to Bandai Namco for hooking us up with that free DLC update for new Pokemon Snap. I think that's incredible. Couldn't agree more. Shout out to them for uh, making that happen. That's a nice nice thing to do for your fans. You know, the, the truth is, I'm looking at my notes. They're right in front of me on my screen, and it says, Tip of the hat, Bill. I was going to give you a tip of the hat, but... Ever, ever since that dog barking thing, I'm not even going to tell you why I was going to give you a tip of the hat, but ever since that do- dog barking kerfuffle that we had, a little brouhaha, if you will, I, I yeah, I gotta, I gotta wait until next week, I think, to officially tip my hat to you for whatever it is I was going <laughs> to tip it to you for that I also may uh, be having a little trouble remembering for some reason. <laughs> you don't really do that much, I guess, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. No, I'm just kidding. You're a good guy, and it's you're fair. you know very appreciative of of the good stuff. So it was something like that. Thanks, man. Tip of the hat to you too. <laughs> uh, wag of the finger, though. We got some big finger wagons. Mm-hmm. As usual. Uh, this tip of the hat, wag of the finger segment is really just an excuse for us to wag our fingers. Uh, the tipping <laughs> of the hat is usually just baked into whatever we're talking about for the first three quarters of the episode. <laughs> And uh, then we just absolutely dump on whatever we want. And Gotta this be week, able to call yourself out. Appreciate this that. week. We we got a layup in the news here. We got a layup. Uh, <laughs> wag of this is this is gonna be like a triple wag, like a wag of your hand, a shake of the fist, a punch in the head, a punch in the head to Activision Blizzard for just. For just running a freaking carnival over there, just being one of the worst companies a person could work for. As you know, they're in the news. They have a lot of, uh, you know, claims of sexism and running a, a boys club over at, uh, at Activision Blizzard. Boo this man. Boo, boo this company. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I want to keep it podcast friendly and I don't want to say, you know, what goes through my head. But the nice version of it is like, come on what's wrong with these people you know what i mean like we got we're living 2021 and the world is just like filled with donkeys still you know what i mean just like crazy stupid actions happening and people being selfish and just just not the way you want to see human evolution going you know just committing a lot of just bad juju and bad vibes constantly and it's just it's just awful you know i mean a wag of the finger is just uh you know putting it unbelievably lightly for what they deserve to be doing stuff like that that's just like apprehensible just like don't do that stuff that's crazy i know they're going to be facing a whole bunch of fines a lot of people are already boycotting a lot of their products good good which which is good right right like they they deserve that and like what they get won't be enough when it comes to punishment yeah because they're going to be facing lawsuits they're going to be hemorrhaging money and you know what frankly good good yeah and i'll tell you the truth too i didn't really i don't really know all the details of anything i never like to just throw things under the bus just because everyone else is talking about it so if they really did do it and i'm not saying that you know until you're found guilty in a court of law it's just like and even sometimes you know what i mean who knows if that's 100 percent right all the time um but you know if they did do it that's awful you know i i hope that that didn't happen but you know if if it's really this breaking and it really seems like you know they're they're gonna be found guilty if it if it is true then that's really terrible you know just just really really scummy yeah yeah just one of the worst things you could do you know it's yeah got another wag of the finger this one's a little bit lighter. We're, we're going to make this one a little bit lighter because we mm. you, you can't top that one. You know they announced Dr. Mario World, the mobile game, is going to be terminated starting November 1st. It's kind of a bummer. Dr. Mario World? It is the uh, Nintendo mobile game where you get to play as Dr. Mario characters, famously introducing a character called Dr. Goomba Stack, which is three Goombas in a white coat and a stethoscope and i'm here for that yeah you're making all this up is this a trick no this one's real is this an end of the episode trick <laughs> no this there are more fun characters in dr mario world than there are in mario kart 8 deluxe all right that is absolutely a lie <laughs> you lost me with that i don't even know what dr mario world is that 
I don't care about these. <laughs> I say this with a, a big dunce cap on as a Pokemon Go fan. <laughs> but like, the rest of these mobile games got to chill. Dr. Mario World? What, what are you talking about right now? Goomba is in a lab coat? I mean, not for nothing, but like, how hype would it be to like, if you were playing Mario Kart and they're like, one of the racers is three Goombas in a lab coat. All right, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I clearly can't disagree with that. But, but I would still pick Yoshi. That's all. That's I'm fair. I don't know. I'd 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 main Goomba stack for a minute. I'd try it out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it's it's hilarious. How could you not? So so what have uh, what have your stories in gaming? in the world been like lately have you have you had any fun video game experiences in the last week or two yeah what do you what do you got i went looking for video games i got really good deals on a bunch of good games the end no i'm just getting started we got another hour of this story Ooh, let's hear it all right let me for, for all the fine peoples at home if you didn't know about me i like going video game hunting and uh Basically, I go to different game stores and look to buy video games for uh, the best deal I could get them for. That's what I, I love getting a good deal on stuff, and I love collecting games and bringing those two together to build a collection of memories and just going on trips with friends and going to stores and looking for a little gem or whatever. It's always fun to me. And last week, at a two stores that I went to, I just crushed it crushed it with good deals on games yeah if i say too much you guys are gonna start doing it yourselves and i don't know if i want to say what uh if you had to pick like one game that you were most hyped about uh finding uh what game would you say is the the one that really had you most excited i found a sealed copy of phantom brave for psp for 20 bucks oh okay i i haven't heard of it yeah, it's not really... I tried it for the Wii one time, and uh, it's not the kind of game that I enjoy at all, but I love the art, and I love the... Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm more into collecting them than I am playing. With a lot of games, I stick to the games that I really, really like, and even sure. then I have a hard time playing them. Old games that I want to play, new games that come out that I only play a little bit of, and games that have been sitting on my shelf that I said I've wanted to replay forever. This is one of those games that is actually none of those. I tried it out. I didn't like it that much. I'm like, I'm probably never going to play this again. But I know that it's somewhat rare and to find anything sealed, and that's only like the tip of the iceberg of like stuff that I found for good deals that's like definitely not the best deal that I found but that's still like it's worth like sealed it's worth probably like 60 70 bucks so to get it for 20 bucks that's to me it's a pretty damn good deal know what I'm saying oh I'm picking up what you're putting down Charlie Brown you know that's not my name you know we've been doing this for four episodes now and you still that's not my name wait oh it's let me look at the show notes here Say my name. Tonal. You goddamn right. Well, close enough. <laughs> I know you've been video game hunting. Have you done any video game playing this week? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been trying to, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm so bad at this, but I want to break my habits. You know, my habit is play Pokemon Go battling, get annoyed by it, either because i'm bad at it or because i'm doing good and then something weird happens like lag or just the game crashes something you know what i mean like it's just very frustrating and just playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh online and i've been enjoying it those in pokemon showdown these are all things that i know i like the most but i've been telling myself dude you gotta just take a break and you gotta play double dash again mario kart double dash because i only played it a little right like i only played it a little bit i never i haven't played it in so long it's like a new game to me but i know how much everyone likes it so i'm like it's gonna be incredible that paper mario thousand year door these are games that i just can't get myself to sit down and play even though they are like the number two one and two games on my list of like what i want to play i just can't break my comfort zone no matter what if i have a free day i can't do it i end up going back to those three original games I'm an idiot, dude. Help me. Please help me, dude. I will motivate you. Don't you worry. I will get you motivated. 
because this is what I've been playing this week. Talk to me. I finished playing Skyward Sword. I beat the story. I ended up 100%ing the game. Oh, okay. Again, would highly recommend. If you haven't played it on the Wii or if you did play it on the Wii and you hated it because of the controls, you can play button-only mode and... It is just a huge improvement from the original, and it really they did a great job with this remake. So Skyward Sword HD, definitely worth playing. I've been playing uh, Pokemon Black 2 mm-hmm. a lot lately, yeah. uh, and I've been doing a, a Nuzlocke run of that. And for those who are unfamiliar, a Nuzlocke run in Pokemon is basically when a Pokemon faints, it is dead forever. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like a self-inflicted like challenge mode. Wow. And Pokemon Black 2, I'll be real with you, not the easiest Pokemon game of all the main games. It's a real game. So that's been fun. That's I've been playing that on my uh, Twitch channel. That's uh, twitch.tv slash build the fajita. What is and it? And then it's twitch.tv slash build the fajita. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I usually stream one or two nights a week around 5 p.m. Pacific. The other game that I just started, uh, I just bought it because I've been a, such a huge fan of the franchise for the longest time, is the uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Ooh, okay. Which is a prequel to the Ace Attorney franchise. It's two games that came out in Japan only in like 2015 or 2017, and there was so much like pounding the table for an English translation so that they uh, eventually brought one out. Uh, and it just came out like last week, and I finished the first trial, and it feels just like an Ace Attorney game. The humor is there, the the character design is just hilarious as ever, and I can't wait to dive more into it. Those are the games that I've been playing this week. So basically, it sounds like you and I didn't really play that much this week. Yeah, yeah, we barely touched a game. And then, yeah, no big deal. Maybe next week you'll have something to talk about. I, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been going downhill <laughs> since we started with the game playing and the talking just, and just this, just this whole thing, actually. A, a nightmare from start to finish. <laughs> Any recommendations for the week? Yeah, I got one, I got one. This is a, a little out of left field, but uh, my recommendation would be to sit down. No, well, not in this order, but you get you'll get the gist. Grab a glass of water. Maybe have yourself a little smoke beforehand, and just listen listen to a song. Listen to your favorite song, or just like ten of them. Just sit down, lay back, close your eyes, and just enjoy a little moment to yourself. You don't even have to listen to anything. Just breathe a little bit, and just appreciate the fact that it could be way worse that we're, uh, you know, just able-bodied individuals with... You know, no constant pain, you know, for us that don't have that. And just, uh, yeah, I don't know. We have a lot of good in our lives. And the fact that we could just sit here and talk about games and, and enjoy all these amazing memories with all these games. It's been, uh, you know, I look forward to it every week. And I'm very happy that, you know, this life has been filled with all that. And sometimes we just need to appreciate that and take a step back from all the, you know, work and world and everyday life, you know garbage that starts right. to surround us a little bit so yeah that that's my right little little bit of hippie-ish left field uh you know no i like that i like that you know you know take it a take it a day at a time you appreciate what you have you know because we're all just we're all we're all just going through it you know yeah it definitely could be worse i think you know even if i lose a game in pokemon unite yeah, it's pretty much the end of the world, even though I've only played it for like an hour, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I don't have as uh, deep a recommendation as you did. Mine was much more uh, much more specific video game focused, but I, I tried out this game this week, uh, and it's, a, it's like a $5 game on Steam. It's multiplayer. It's called Pico Park, and it's a short game. You could probably run through it with up to eight friends in about, I, I'd say, like, two to three hours. But you play as these little stackable cat characters, and you go through these, like, little 2D platforming puzzle scenarios. And if you got a few friends, and you each got, like, $5 burning a hole in your pocket, and you want to have, you know, two to four hours of just 
puzzle solving good times with a little platforming in there, check out Pico Park. It's uh, it's a good time. I would also recommend, by the way, this one tweet we got on Twitter. <laughs> uh, we posted an uh, we posted our our episode on Twitter. You can follow us, by the way, on Twitter at Games of Our Pod, and. I, I just ha- I have to read out this viewer uh, quote tweet because it it got me and Tony to a point where we were just like both crying laughing. Yeah, shout out to 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 what's their name? But shout out to uh, at Cuckoo Cookie Two, who who quote tweets and says and th- this is word for word and it's just it's poetry. Quote: Listen to it, bitch. My son is there, and follow him. Or else I fuck you up. I, I I mean, more beautiful words may have never been spoken. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Wow. Like, you gotta love it. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Cuckoo Cookie 2, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you for, for all that. We appreciate that. And uh, yeah, God bless. And I think that's going to be the end of the episode, guys. So thank you so much, as always, for listening. Uh, we appreciate your patience with uh, the latest episode. That's on me. A little delay on my part, but uh, we still are planning on doing this as weekly as possible. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Tony at the Poker Rapper on Instagram. You can follow me at Bill the Fajita on most socials, but I'm on Twitter and Twitch most often. That's really about it for this week. Thank you so much. Tony, any parting words? Nah. See you guys next week.